What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick-or-treat? Did I do that? Daddy would have gotten us Uzi. The power is yours! <laughs> My name is Grace Jones. Welcome, creatures of the night, or radical ones, <laughs> to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am joined by everyone's favorite brother, David. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> For that marvelous introduction. David, you suggested we do a vampire episode today. What is it about vampires or this month in general that gives you the vampy feeling? I mean, we did just do Grace Jones with Vamp, but this is in you. This is in your blood, so to speak. <laughs> it's my wheelhouse. No, what's more iconic than vampires? The story of vampires has spanned generations. It's from the beginning of time. There's always been some incarnation of a vampire you know draining blood stealing life force from the living i just love vampires i love them i love sexy vampires i love scary gross <laughs> vampires i love tortured twilight vampires mm. i love angry i'm just gonna slaughter people vampires you know you name it there's not enough time in this podcast to go over every type of vampire or vampires from true blood to bram stokers to you know Aaliyah. you know god rest her soul Aaliyah and queen of the damned vampires are the quintessential evil bad guy because they represent fear but there's also that loss of humanity that you were once possibly human. Most vampires start off as having been human. So that's that's what it what it is for me. And then the some of the torture that they go through, the more sensitive sensitive vampires. So basically you're an equal opportunist with vampires. You 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 will accept them as they come. Yes. Sexy, scary, brooding, and in between. <laughs> yes, but I do prefer them to go by the the rules. the rules of engagement, which is you cannot come into my house unless I welcome. But just saying, that's just me. Radical ones, let's get into it. Both David and I came up with a list of vampires. We're going to have a fun old conversation mixing the two. We'll kind of group them as we can. Maybe we could group tortured vampires into a category. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so last year, so last year when we did witches, we did about a list of about 10 witches that we felt are our top 10 witches or the, the witches that have made the most impact in cinema for us or, or t- television. So we did the same kind of a formula. I guarantee that quite a few probably of our vampires will cross over and we'll be having the same vampires on our list. I know of one for sure, which I would start my list with because I know because you did multiple podcasts and different <laughs> things about them. Um, is on this list and it's on mine as well so so i'm assuming this is going to be barnabas collins from multiple incarnations of the series dark shadows starting with the original dark shadows from the 60s to the 90s remake from 1990 which i know that david is really partial to which is a fantastic series and then of course we've had the johnny depp uh take of dark shadows in the 2000s Thousands, which David, you know, I like to pull a, a Mariah Carey with that, and I don't, I, I don't, don't, don't know her. I don't know but her. It, it is what it is. But okay, so Barnabas Collins, I set a curse on you, Barnabas Collins. You wanted your Josette so much, where well, you shall have her, but not in the way that you would have chosen. You will never rest, Barnabas. You will never be able to love anyone. For whoever loves you will die. That is my curse. And you will live with it through all eternity. David, what is it about this vampire? And this, again, was played by multiple actors. Jonathan Frid in the 90s, it was... It was Cross. Uh, ben, yeah. ben, was it Ben Cross? I believe it was Ben Cross. And then we had Johnny Depp. But uh, Barnabas, Barnabas Collins. <laughs> I've always loved Dark Shadows. You know that. I'm not a die... I guess I could be considered a diehard fan. You're you're like a you know every little nuance in this in the series, but I just love him. I love his character. I love his presence. I love that again. You have that humanity in him where he struggles. There's the bloodlust, and then there's the what am I doing? There's the he kind of is tortured. He enjoys the immortality to some degree. I feel like and the power because he wields it when he can, as far as manipulating people and 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 influencing. But at the same token, he misses his humanity and the and love so to me that embodies everything i mean i love i love the old dark shadows because of all the campiness of it because everyone that half of them were probably gay in the whole the whole oh, cast a lot. jonathan frid was gay i could tell my people this. even then even if you're dead <laughs> i can tell <laughs> Dark Shadows was an ABC daytime serial which aired from 1966 to 1971. Barnabas is a 175-year-old vampire in search of fresh blood and his lost love, Josette. So, David, this is basically, like you said, this is a tortured vampire as well as he starts off as an evil character, really. He's been chained in a a coffin for many centuries. He wakes up. Willie Loomis and all of these incarnations usually unleashes Barnabas into the modern day, whatever that is at the time. He wants that blood at first, but then, with the help of Dr. Julia Hoffman, he takes a serum which basically takes away the vampirism or puts it at bay well in the remake he's able to go out in sunlight for the first time yeah which uh, which sort of exonerates him from being a vampire for a time being mm. in the series because he's able to go out in sunlight you know there's so many different things and so many different movies about dracula the other thing that always strikes me is how a lot of the movies talk about someone being so old so to speak but old that they don't understand current trends it's like me with my 14 year old when he says like sus and cat and all this other nonsense like now fundamentally i know some of these things but i don't use them in my vocabulary and they think it's like cap does that mean like it's like, you put a cap no, in it's it like bs like cap i guess and sus it's supposed to sound like crap no I, I i but as far as you know in the context of vampires there's also that i like that idea about like how they're not in touch with modern times and there's just a lot there's just a lot of interesting facts of it they did that in the the johnny depp one that they did with tim burton 
they did that fish out of water thing that he was unchained in the 70s and he saw the bright arches of the McDonald's logo and he sees Karen Carpenter on a TV screen and he's like, how is this little sorceress inside of a TV? So they do that fish out of water story with Barnabas. But I like that basically it always ends with Barnabas is a hero at heart and when he is cured, usually he becomes the protector of the Collins family, which usually has to deal with vampires, werewolves, ghosts, zombies. They got a lot of shit dealing with. So this is more of a heroic character. Would you say, to segue in, David, would you feel that Angel from the series series Buffy the Vampire as well as his own series Angel is the modern equivalent of a Barnabas Collins, a tortured vampire? Yes, to some degree. I No, I wouldn't say some degree. Yes, I would say that. But the only thing I have to say, because I bet you he's on your list, David Boreanaz. Of course, this is on my list. This is my list. Not to mention that, uh, what do you call it, video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that leaked, that leaked video, sex tape, solo tape, solo leaked tape of Mr. Boreanaz, which I actually I rung up once as, as when I was working at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yes, he, you he did. He signed a bunch of mugs. People started grabbing like items from the shelves. Please sign this. I'm like, <laughs> like just like a white mug. It's like yes. make this an angel mug. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. You know. So you know. I, I mean, where I was, I met a lot of celebrities. But anyway, um, yeah. And the the newer series, I absolutely adored. Loved it. It, it left on a cliffhanger because they uh, they found out that he was actual the vampire vampire, and it was with Miss Joanna Going was her name. And I remember her, one of her first. She's beautiful. She was beautiful. One of her first interviews, she was on uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, and she started taking off after they went to a commercial. And Regis was like, "Joanna, going is going," because you know you're not supposed to you're not supposed to get up like while that's happening. She didn't realize <laughs> she that didn't know. she didn't know she was new new actress. She doesn't. You're supposed to sit there and wait till the first commercial, and then. <laughs> Then, That's then the, the staff will usually kind of gear you to walk out or to, to kind of guide you where you need to go. So I thought that was funny. I always hear Regis in my head saying, there she's go. She's going. Anyway, oh, poor Regis. Rest in peace, Regis. Oh. Yeah, he was a favorite. He was such a beloved man. So you are going to segue into Angel. Is that correct? My name's Angel. I was born 244 years ago in Ireland. Small town. Good family. 27 years into an unremarkable life, I met a woman. She told me she could show me a world I'd never seen. She wasn't kidding. I feel like we can't mention Angel without mentioning actually the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie and Paul Rubens as the vampire that gets staked and continues to get, uh, uh, Ooh, uh. oh, oh, and that was a direct... Laughing about that he was caught masturbating in an adult theater, right? Which ruined his peewee career with his peewee. Wow, that's poetic, isn't that? Mm. Peewee to peewee. Buffy came out in 1992. Honestly, it was a highlight of my childhood. I think that was... You mean with Christy Swanson? With Christy Swanson, who you also met. She's a, she's, how do I put this? Maybe she was having a bad day, but she was one of the most rudest. I'm calling her a C-lister celebrity or the D-list. No, she's... Oh, I thought you were going to say a C name. <laughs> well, she acted like that. Entitled and everything else. And I was like, I think someone actually yelled out, basically, has been, <laughs> has been. Because she hadn't done anything. What, you know, you have her. Mannequin 2 still stands the test of time, David. I love Mannequin. All behind the scenes, uh, radical ones. What we always talk about is differentiating the character someone plays from who they are in person yes. from something that happened a while ago. You know what I mean? Like we talked about, I think when we were doing threesome uh, radical retro rewinds with Rob, not threesome like sex, get your minds out of the gutters. You, are we going to keep that in? <laughs> so when we, when we did our collaboration, okay, that's a better word. Collaboration. We had talked, Calabra, yeah. I believe we talked off mic about like Cosby, Bill Cosby and how we grew up and we idolized this family and everything. So I'm way off topic, but as far as like with Christy Swanson, she was a biatch and an entitled biatch. And you know what? You don't have to be a celebrity to act like that either. But I actually have found, and I'm going to shut up now. I have found that most of the older celebrities are much more kind and 
and willing to sign an autograph and very not I want to say aloof but unaware like they're not acting like oh look at me when they come in you know they're they're seeking attention they know who they they what the, the, the body of work that they've done and they're not rude to people they're respectful for the most part. anyway anyway I'm I'm off topic I'm not I'm not bitter just disappointed sometimes so Angel Angel Buffy Angel Buffy the movie really did kind of bring back vampires to cinema I loved in it. a way not that it was gone but the modern tv show that came years later in the 97 i believe but angel started off as a evil character and jealous was his form because basically with vampires in buffy you lose your soul you, is yeah you keep your memories that. you lose your soul so a gypsy and again vampires and gypsies go hand in hand so i love this a gypsy cursed the character of angel to have his soul back so it made him a tormented character much like a Barnabas. And then this character ended up working with the side of good Buffy, spinning off into his own adventures, but he drinks blood from an animal, from a butcher and things like that. That is how he keeps alive. Which is, remember the movie with a young, young Jim Carrey, Once Bitten? Oh, uh, Once Bitten, Once right? Bitten, yeah. The butcher knew that he, or maybe the butcher was a vampire. Yes. He knew because he was buying pig's blood or something. Yes. So. Just a little oh. throwback there. Once bitten. Maybe we should do that one day. I don't know. I love Angel. I've watched every episode of Angel, even when it got a little weird with Illyria or whoever it was, like when Fred Fred yes. became like yeah. the, the Uber goddess. This that, god. Yeah, a Smurf god. Yeah. I, I, I love a good tortured, but after a while it's like there's this there's this thing I always talk about with Ryan and other people. It's called to me it's called like the sitcom formula or like I don't know what I usually call it. It's like when the obvious is known, like with friends, you know, Rachel loves loves this person and and he loves that and it's like you know it everyone else knows it just say it or you know that somebody did something wrong but the other people assume it was you because you don't speak up and say here's the evidence john was the one who stole that but you'll just take the blame because you're too distraught to say something about it and every like like, i i hate that because i feel like angel with his whole like i can never be happy i'll turn into angelus we knew that dude there are plenty times that i've seen him pretty happy on that show maybe not orgasm happy but happy that's all it's actually yeah so if anyone doesn't know he does lose his soul if he has a moment of pure happiness which is a cool little concept that they did with this character so he lost his soul when he slept with the character of Buffy for the first time and he experienced pure happiness so he loses his soul along the same lines as that David is there another vampire that you might fancy on this list (laughs) (laughs) well if we're going to talk about Angel we're going to talk about Spike three five oh fum I smell the blood of a nice ripe girl do you is he on your Another list? Another torture. Is he, on, is he on your list? He was not on my list. I love Spike, but I figured Angel is more well known. I, I love Spike. I feel like he's Euro trash a little bit with the bleached urine blonde, bleached hair. And he's Billy Idol. Yeah, he's for he's sure. Billy Idol. I I like his character. I like his redemption. You always you do see that again. He has a he lost his soul, but I don't want to go into the whole thing, but he basically, the military put a microchip in him, which caused him that he couldn't harm human beings. So he had to seek out other forms of blood or getting blood in different ways. Which yes. in, it, which kind of gave him a pseudo soul or like a Jiminy Cricket microchip in his head. Yeah, perfect. So then he ended up his love his, for, his, his yeah, love for Buffy, which was almost an obsession, obsessive love. Then he ended up getting himself a soul but i like the character i think anybody that watches buffy really likes the character another thing we we failed to mention well it's not really failed to mention but dracula the the dracula made an appearance on the buffy series like the original dracula supposedly yeah which was really funny because he had all these cool things that you see in these older movies yes the bats he turned into a bat and, which and is smoke that vampires don't do or, yeah, or, in, or in mist buffy. or something you know he started out as a villain he became a hero at the end which he also crossed over into the angel series because after buffy was over angel was still running right so yeah for one more season so yep. he ended up making his way over to angel for a short period of time Stop! You are not welcome in the castle. Go now, or abandon all hope of seeing the sun again. You stop that. We have permission to visit this castle. Go! This is your last warning. 
David, an, a vampire that I just want to highlight really quickly. This will probably be out of left field, so let me just say this really quickly. Vampires on the Scooby-Doo series. So <laughs> there's two that I just want to highlight. The first one is from the season one of Scooby-Doo Where Are You called A Gaggle of Galloping Ghosts. This is a famous episode where a gypsy tells the gang about this Dracula's castle and inside they see Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, and it turns out the gypsy were all one man pretending to be all these different characters. I feel like our love of vampires probably started with things like this, like Benicula, but also seeing Scooby-Doo and this episode. Famously, David, this is the episode where the vampire tells them to go and Velma says, you stop that now, or whatever she says. Like He's like, go, or you will be whatever. And she's like, you stop that now. <laughs> don't make me clap. Don't make me clap my hands and count to five. So I loved that. I've always loved that character. And along the same lines is later on called Vampire Bats and Scaredy Cats. Daphne and the gang go to visit her friend Lisa for her birthday, which is at an old hotel. And Lisa was going to inherit this on the day of her 18th birthday. But what ends up happening is there's supposedly vampires on the island. And she thinks that there's real vampires when Lisa is turned into one herself. I really love this because the vampires in this episode are caused by hypnotism. So when they answered the phone call, and in this case later on it was Daphne, they were hypnotized into believing they are vampires. So they would grab a pair of vampire fangs from a nearby cabinet. Daphne puts the fangs in believing she's hypnotized by a whistling sound over over the phone. The Manchurian candidate. I, I just love that, David. I've always loved that and the vampire in that episode. So a little silly thing, but you I, love I Sandy love Duncan. Oh, well, guess. And she wasn't even a guest star in this episode. I know, I know. David, do you have a another vampire you'd like to highlight in the moonlight? You can't talk about Dracula without talking about the ultimate Bella Lugosi. Listen to them, children of the night, what music they make. Ooh, okay, so David, question for you. I have multiple Dracula incarnations. Maybe I'll just, once you're talking about your Dracula, I'll add in my Draculas. So why don't we just have like- A Dracoff? Bela Lugosi Dracula, perfect. Bela Lugosi was a classically trained actor who we later find out and many years later that he had a problem with Boris Karloff, who played Frankenstein, because Boris Karloff was not polished. He was kind of crude, I guess, from what he is. And there was also some kind of rivalry because I guess at some point Frankenstein became more popular or Boris Karloff became more popular doing movies or something. I don't remember the exact story about it. And forgive me because I really should have my A game when we're doing our podcast. But but going back to if Flip and Bela Lugosi showed up at my doorstep like that and with his look. Those eyes. That would scare the hell out of me. Because that would be just as scary. Like this is but people don't necessarily like the younger generation, the, the, the generation of jump scares and loud music and beyond gore like gore that would bleeds being ripped out and then being assaulted with it. A lot of the newer stuff like the Hills Have Eyes stuff and all that kind of stuff that freaks me out a little bit. Bela Lugosi just could stand there and do the eye thing and they zoom and it's it, to me it's still scary. Now within the context of the movies maybe but like if he showed up at my door step like that that would scare the hell out of me now if you were sylvia brown oh my god do you remember that she was i mean god rest her soul i think she died in 2013 right so sylvia brown (laughs) the psychic sylvia brown who was on montel williams all the time and every other show she had a a smoker's voice she sounded she sounded like she smoked sounded like she smoked 10 packs of parliament cigarettes a day (laughs) she would talk like this with like a new york kind of a thing i don't know i was born this way wow See, I come from 300 years of psychics. My son is a working psychic now back in San Jose, California. My granddaughter has it. 
my grandmother had it. Her mother had it. She was. She had said something. David, that book. That book. That, she had a book years ago. Yes. <laughs> that she went to Bella Lugosi's house. Right. It is. It was his house in Miami or something. I know that the mirror that Bella Lugosi owns is in Zach Baggins' haunted museum in Vegas right now. But originally, it was in a different location. I'm gonna ad lib this because she had this thick New York smoker's accent. So she went into Bella Lugosi's house and apparently she said in the book that she had seen Bella Lugosi and she said to him, Who are you? He said, Who are you? And she was like, Well, who are you? I don't know. I can't even do the voice. Who are you? Now, I could just picture Sylvia Brown saying this because she had that husky, raspy yes. and that accent, but you, dry. And she's kind of like very like to the point, too. She's just like, like she's like, annoyed, uh, almost slightly annoyed. Slightly annoyed. You know, like, like Teresa Caputo's like, like sympathetic and like would like cry with you a little bit and be like, No, she's always amazed by herself. Yeah. Teresa Caputo. She's always like, Oh, I got it right. Like, oh my God. Where Sylvia Brown was like, I told you. This is what I told you. Almost like a Yancey (laughs) Butler voice, but like, I told you, Montel. That's really what it is. She had this like to the point thing. So when she wrote this in her book years ago, that yeah, then she saw Bella Lugosi and he asked her, who are you? And she's like, well, who are you? So anyway... Evidently, he haunts, he haunts, evidently, Bela Lugosi haunts things because he was a studier of the occult, evidently. I, I, do not wa- I don't want him to. She saw him evidently walking around with a black cape around the property. And this is when she came to him, I remember. It was something with, like, she saw someone, a shadow walking around, almost like a Dracula kind of thing. So I mean, if I was dead, I would play it up like that, too. But I wonder almost if this is, like, built on his myth, or did he really study the occult? I mean, I wonder. It's kind of cool, though, especially around Halloween time, to discuss these kinds of subjects. What do they do on TikTok now? I love it when people post, like, scary videos of the supernatural and someone says, I don't, I don't accept any negative energy from this, from this video or something like that. I don't know the exact wording, but it's so funny. You rebuke, like you rebuke rebuke you. I rebuke you. Okay. So you think of Bella Lugosi, which by the way, it was on the other day and I sent David a picture of it. That was in one part when he plays, and this is in the original Dracula book too. And the Dracula that I want to mention as well. Dracula has to be his own carriage driver because he has no employees. And when he picks up Renfield. (laughs) It's because of the pandemic. (laughs) Nobody wants to work. I can't even get a carriage driver. I'm paying 17 an hour plus overtime and benefits, and I'll give you an iPhone, but I can't get a carriage driver. You know, it's COVID. Do you think, is he in disguise? Because I sent David a picture. Dracula has this little hat on with, like, it's wrapped up with, like... Doesn't he look like when they used to, like, wrap people's mouths when they had... Yes. Plus, like, one of the... Ghosts from... No, one of the guards with the Wizard of Oz. Did he have, like, on, like, a... Yeah, like a guard, almost. He has, like, scarf around, like, black scarf around his head, and he doesn't say anything, but Renfield gets in the carriage. Is he dressed up to be someone different? different or is that is that dracula i told you he was hit hard by the pandemic he's just he's wearing his gym clothes stretch pants right, right. he's on this black outfit doesn't speak i love he's it. like i don't i don't need to speak to you i don't want to look at you i'm just doing this job it's uh, it's a lift he's 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 working flip. But in the same... Okay, so I have Bram Drokers. Bram Drokers. <laughs> we can't have an episode without a speech impediment or, or an issue. Bram, Bram Strokers Dracula. That Isn't was it made Stokers? in the 90s. Strokers? Are you stroking Stokers. it? Or Stokers? Bram Stokers? Bram Stokers Dracula. <laughs> Do you remember? This, this, this is why this podcast is going to go. I, I'm trying not to make it over an hour, people. I swear to God. But do you remember when In Living Color did it with Wanda when he came in oh and it was Bram Stokers with Jim Carrey, and and she he's he's so taken he's so horrified by her. He goes, "I want to do it in the sunlight," and he's like, "Freedom, freedom!" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, girl, I burnt up another one." <laughs> I want to show you things that you've never seen. Hey, word up, and I want to show you things that scientists ain't even seen. <laughs> you must hurry, daylight will be upon us soon, and I am a creature of the night. Hey, hold on a minute, because I'm a freak 24 hours a day. <laughs> Give yourself to me by the crack of dawn, and we shall rule the underworld. <laughs> Must drink of your essence. Hey, word up. Then grab a straw. Cause you finna drink it up. Clap on. 
That's right. And she had O negative B right? Did she had all different blood she, types? I got to choose up, but I need to drink. She's like, which one do you want? That's how I would be with it. But you're right. That was the time, David, that everyone parodied that '90s Dracula. That was everywhere. That look from this Dracula movie was everywhere. Also tortured. Also a tortured soul. Tortured because of the church. They used him as like they wielded him as their sword, like a holy war. And then his fiance because she thought he was dead she committed suicide right very romeo juliet-esque and all these vampires are always looking for the reincarnation of their loves it it just always happens i guess if you wait enough generations you'll see the same woman pop up Uh, somewhere (laughs) someone looks like her she's look close enough "Mm." wait if i squint my eye is does winona oh no winona right is she stealing stuff from macy's or does she look like my lost love (laughs) she looks like my lost love is that her stealing? No. no, no, that couldn't be. She's she is she stealing something from 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 the store? No, no. Oh no, that's that's a reincarnation of my my lost love. <laughs> it's just Mina. Oh, oh that's he's Mina. Looking for. Oh, that's when she she wouldn't show her breasts in the movie, so she pulled at her dress and tried to like sort of reveal herself. She put she got a push up bra. You know, I used to love her. Bram Stro- Stoker. Stokers. 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 Not super Stokers. Stokers. Oh my gosh. I just want to quickly just say Mr. Burns from A Treehouse of Terror back those. in the 90s. You know, and The Simpsons when Lisa and Bart discover that Mr. Burns is a vampire and uh, Lisa says they have to kill the vampire and, and Homer <laughs> famously stakes Mr. Burns in his crotch. <laughs> Take that, vile fiend! Uh, 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 Dad, that's his crotch. <laughs> He was dressed like that. What would you call it? It's like a baboonish hair. It's like a baboon's butt on top of a head. <laughs> I, I would have never described it as a baboon's gown. butt. It looks like an, like an oversized powdered look- wig, I guess. Doesn't it look like two cheeks? That's where your mind is. I, to me, it looks like a, a big ass on top of his head. And this look has been parodied and everything. He has like a red garment on. And he's gross. And, and sp- He's spindly gross. fingers, old, scary looking. Which is a common thing, David, isn't it? That vampires, usually their youth will come back if they have blood. That happened to Barnabas. Yeah, that happened that to happened me? Too. Oh, you never well, know. Any, any vampires out there on the love line, call us. <laughs> Bram Stroke. <laughs> oh, Lord, David. Just you, you speak on him. Just say Bram. So Bram. Bram's. Bram's version. Bram. That when Mina wants him to sh- she can become a vampire she's she's given into the darkness he says i love you too much what does he say i love you too much to, con- to condemn you yeah condemn you that's it i love you too much to condemn you and she's like take me away from all this death so meaning she wants eternal life very seductive to live forever they all have this hypnotic suggestion so really does she really want it or does she just staring your eyes and get hypnotized they think they well maybe it, maybe we really? should ask debbie gibson because she just came up with a new album i get lost the body remembers in your eyes speaking of looking good i mean that's because she does it looks like she's she, you know what people that don't eat <laughs> and i'm not saying that she's anorexic but she's that type of probably can eat one potato chip and be fine where i have to eat two bags of it i mean and don't don't come after me debbie gibson and your and your followers i love you i already i already downloaded some of your new music she does look good god bless her so along the same lines david of a dracula Actually, the first Dracula on film, Nesferatu. That's on my list. Do you have? That's okay, on my so list. Absolutely. Have... How could you not? The movies that they made afterwards about this movie and the gritty, the, the grittiness the... of it, the fact that that movie that they who was who was it wasn't Christopher Walken, right? No, who was the who was in the new movie? They did. Uh, William Defoe. William, William Defoe. Defoe. William Defoe. William Defoe did it, and they like are saying that that really did happen on the thing that that was the the actor who played the original note was actually was. yeah there's a movie they what was it what is it called it's something about maybe behind the shit something that the actor himself believed him to be a vampire while they were filming nesferatu it's like one of these movies but they also did david a nesferatu remake in the 70s which i also like see? it's like one of these european ones I just love it. I love the grittiness. I love the original because it was that era of silent you love film. Those fingers. The silent I love film. Those long fingers. And it, it, to me, it's like Metropolis. You know, the the movie Metropolis. I just, it, it's super cool. It's super cool what what they did without the technology that we have because sometimes i see things like the wizard of oz when they use like a plastic bag to make the funnel for the thing yeah it's cheesy looking but at the time it really wasn't 
And for the production no. that they had, and you're and now people do CGI and it looks ridiculous sometimes. Yes. And you're like, wow, yes. if if they could use a plastic bag to make a, a hurricane and these people have like the most advanced technology, and this is 2021, and that looks like like my my kid did it in a science project you know no offense my kids are talented that's right um so i agree with you nosferatu is definitely on my list bell lugosi nosferatu there's one more vampire that makes me tingle speak on and i'm gonna do an adele this vampire you know when she did the thing for the lemonade album with beyonce she gave that speech this vampire for some reason is the vampire of my life this vampire oh my god christopher lee welcome to my house Count Dracula. I am Dracula. Enter freely and of your own will. Oh my god, who played him countless amount of Christopher times? Christopher Lee. We love you. You are our light. <laughs> Anybody that's seen that that award ceremony with Delvin <laughs> when she won for best album of the year. Maybe that's just me. I love Christopher Lee. I love his bloody drawn eyes, his bloodshot eyes. Yeah, he always has bloodshot eyes as that vampire, and he's always dripping blood from his mouth. Where Bela Lugosi was just like creepy and like uh, ominous, he was just like combination of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and a vampire. I don't know. I just liked him. I just, I just always liked the his imagery alone. Those hammer, yes. those 70s hammer horror hammer films. Hammer horror films. I loved that. I loved it when they had that horror channel. Yes! <laughs> and that's all they played. Wife of, yeah. w- wife of Dracula. Wives of Dracula. Dracula sister wives. <laughs> the sister. Dracula unhinged. The daughter of Dracula. The brother of Dracula. Dracula, Dracula. Dracula's cousin once removed <laughs> from Queens. <laughs> the, the vampire that loved me. Before I forget, would you actually group this vampire, speaking of Nesferatu and Dracula's, the Salem's Lot, Mr. Barlow? He's Nesferatu. Do you remember how terrifying he looked? Yeah, it was blue too, right? Bluish. I gotta say, that is the most effective thing. I mean, that miniseries, the Salem's Lot miniseries, is over four hours long. But Mr. Barlow, he is a classic Nesferatu. They call him a type one vampire. So he's like a mutant-like creature. So he is like... He's like one of the original vampires. He's an he's an uber vamp, like from Buffy. Yes, I f- yes. Is that what it is? The older you are, almost you become more bat like. Almost. I don't even think Nesferatu. it's that. I think the original vampires think of like how in Dark Shadows, how they think of it as like a disease, like a virus. I feel like it, the original vampires were these grotesque, demon esque looking things, and as they bite people, and generation after generation of generation of variants of these the vampire cells that cause vampirism according to uh, dr julia hoffman yeah, um, yeah i feel like it dilutes dilutes the blood down which gives less characteristics of that that, that grotesqueness which would would definitely explain why older vampires are stronger and more powerful typically in most vampire shows Did you ever, though, honestly, let's be honest, didn't you ever have a strange attraction to a lot of these different Draculas? To some degree, oh, yes. Angel. I, I mean, Angel, but that's a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a man. <laughs> a video available a- for nineteen <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell it to you even cheaper. <laughs> fans only. <laughs> David, fans only. David Baryanis, David ain't coming up with an oh, only man. No, but if I had the body, I would. I have no shame at this point <laughs> in my life. It be called Universal Appeal. <laughs> That's a great one, isn't it? Honestly, it is. <laughs> Thank you, Misfits. <laughs> Thank you, Jem. So so let's let's backtrack for a minute. So we went over Barnabas Collins. We we talked about Bram Stoker's Dracula. We talked about Bella Lugosi. We talked about Christopher Lee. Can we talk about Mama Waldy from Blackula? You shall be Blackula vampire like myself. A living fiend, never to know that sweet blood, which will become your only desire. Yes, he is actually the last man. And am I saying his name right, Mama Waldy? Mama Waldy, yeah. I. Which is why can why can we say this name, but I can't say Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. Stroke off. Not even that. I feel like I want to make him. What's that candy? Uh, original. Where uh, there's original. Stouffer's, oh, Stouffer's. Original. Stouffer's, Stouffer's. Yeah. Nothing comes closer to home. But Mama Walde. Yes. This is Blackula. 
So Blackula is 1780, where he was Prince Mamawalde. He is sent by the elders of an African nation to seek help of Count Dracula in suppressing the slave trade. Dracula instead laughs at his requests and insults Mamawalde by making open gestures about enslaving his wife. After a scuffle with Dracula, Mamawalde is bitten by Dracula and transformed into a vampire. Dracula then curses him with the name Blackula and imprisons him in a sealed coffin in a crypt hidden beneath the castle where David he is released by homosexual interior designers in the 70s they are the most cartoonish homosexuals in the world so can we just quickly talk about the fact is that about representation so we had what is it vampire in Brooklyn yes Yes, with Eddie Murphy, Blade. I like Blackula. I know that it's a black exploitation film, and and when you hear the word exploitation, you automatically think of exploiting, exploiting someone. Which just, I guess, in in the context of these movies, there was that form of it was almost like you know stereotype or the whatever, hey, you jive turkey kind of things and stuff. But to us growing up, it was a totally different thing. It was just another form of Dracula. Like I know you had mentioned, yes, in. Um, one of your it came from the basement you had a Sugar Hill poster because we love Sugar Hill and I quoted Sugar Hill which before. we are going to do at some I mean I love Sugar Hill you know to us it was like for me like Sugar Hill was a strong female character in, in, a, in a horror movie and she was getting revenge yes so yes. and for me in Blackula you have the quintessential Dracula she, she's Dracula he could be Christopher Lee or he could be yeah this actor, oh my god, who is, again, a classically trained actor who also was king of cartoons, believe it or not, on Pee-wee's... William Marshall, yeah. Who was who was a classically trained actor who was also king of cartoons on Pee-wee Herman. There's something to be said that for learning your craft and being a classically trained actor, I do like that. This man commands presence. So I like it. To anybody who... I, I, I don't think anybody's going to be offended, to be honest with you, but I, 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 when I look at these films, I'm looking at them as, their, as the film. I'm not looking at as you know a, a, a spo- a exploitation of, of black people just like we can kind of laugh off the fact that they're making fun of homosexual like they're ridiculous homosexual interior designers oh, yeah, that are like over the top like yeah. ridiculous caricatures of of who we are so i just always have to put that out there because again i want people to know where our heart is coming from with these things even though the title gives that like david is saying and they were made by low budget studios back in the day these were the people that were giving them the money which was usually these horror low budget studios but They really were made to empower the African-American community because a lot of these, really, there's heroes in each of these movies. Even in this Blackula movie, there is the sequels had Scream, Blackula, Scream had Pam Greer playing the lead as a strong female. So they're showing strong characters of color. But to us, it's just a horror movie, like you're saying. We're not we're not looking at this at any way besides a really good horror movie with a great soundtrack. Oh my god, the scene when that woman becomes a vampire and she leaps at the the more. Oh my god, that's more. scary. That is legit scary. So now, where are we on our list? Because let's see, we've covered a, quite a few people. That stuff never fails. What stuff? Oh, just a little something I put in your oatmeal this morning. <laughs> Love potion makes you irresistible. But Grandpa, I didn't have any oatmeal today. Well, don't worry. I'll mix up a mother batch for you tomorrow. I have one more, actually, David, and it's just a quick one. Grandpa Munster from the Munsters, whose actual name is Sam Dracula, which I never knew in my life that he was Dracula, I guess. He's Sam Dracula, but this is Grandpa Munster, Al Lewis, from the Munsters, who was born in 1367. 1367? Whew. He's a scientist, and I think this is one of the forms that really gave, showed heart to to not only the monster community, but <laughs> the monster community. Ryan setting the stage for acceptance, incorporation. The monster community. I'm here to speak for the monster community. I represent the monster community. That's my last one, David. Do you have any other So vampires? I have a few. So let me go through this quick because I know that I tend to talk way too much. Rosalie Collins from the Twilight Saga is... I know a lot of people hate them. They call them glitter vampires, but she is a, a biatch and I love it. She says there's one part because we all know whether you love or hate the Twilight Saga. I happen to like it in many ways. I don't care. Yeah. 
Yeah, for um, what it is, it's, it's like a it's like reading a romance card of a novel. Yeah, but me. we used to go and laugh, but not like in a bad way. We're just laughing. Like giddy, like giddy, like, like I don't know. <laughs> like we loved it. I watched it a million times. Now it's back on Netflix. I watched it a million times. So anyway, my favorite parts and everything. We all know that Kristen Stewart's character. I'm sorry, I still make fun. Clinging on to life, literally. I thought she was dead before she became a vampire. But anyway, again. <laughs> love love the character love it and honestly whatever the case is we make fun of it but i still enjoy it so anyway funny what made rosalie stand out for me is that she didn't want the life that she had as a vampire she said she wouldn't have chosen it for herself she's grateful that she had it but she wouldn't chosen it for herself again we have that heart factor under this very mean exterior she is able to transcend her bloodlust when when bella has the baby the fact that when rosalie was changed she at some point her fiance and a bunch of guys I guess sexually assaulted her and left her for dead in the street in whatever time period she was in. She was like a look like a flapper or something. Uh, Bella says, "Why do you hate me?" And and she says, "I don't hate you. I don't particularly care for you either." Rosalie, I don't understand what I did to make you hate me so much. I don't hate you. I don't particularly like you, but which to me it was like one of the best <laughs> lines in the really whole movie. Good line. <laughs> That's a really good And then she proceeds, so you, the backstory, she proceeds to kill all the people that raped and assaulted her, and then she saves the last, which is her fiancé, and she kills him in her, what would have been her wedding dress. Yes. Which was very reminiscent of that horrific, scary wedding dress from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, and that poor kid must have been traumatized for the rest of its life. That dress becomes red. So that, I'm sure Lady Gaga will probably wear it at some point. Or, or yeah, has. She has. So that's she that's one of it. my honorable mentions. I have two more Draculas or vampires, I should say. Hotel Transylvania. I love the vampire. I love Dracula. He's got a daughter. Do your, do your yes, kids do. like this series? They, like it. they watch it all the time. I've seen the first two, I think it's but there's a lot, I think it's right? adorable. Oh, there's a couple of movies. I love it. I just like, I mean, it's a cartoon. It's a kid's cartoon. When like they, when the when the guy's like making fun. But it's hard. It has heart. Yeah, it's hard. And nice. it's about he zings. They call it zing. When you like meet, meet your, your soulmate and you zing. You only get this once in a lifetime supposedly and his wife dies so he ends up actually being able to fall in love again one more time but anyway i like that and i have to say one of the vampires with the long fingers when he's pulling down the shades mr dandridge from welcome to (laughs) night for real i mean a classic honestly oh my god oh my god so evil who became a vampire in the original fright night also became a, a male porn star i know <laughs> I did it. <laughs> now, would you? Are you surprised by this? I don't. I wouldn't say he was a porn a male star. I'd say he he starred in. He a dabbled. Few. He, he starred in a few <laughs> films. I just I had to throw that out there because that's really not on his um, Wikipedia. Yeah, it's not on Wikipedia. Yeah. I don't think it's not on oh, his, his IMDb it's, or whatever. It's, it's <laughs> That's what I was filmography. It's not, it's not, filmography. It's not on his his filmography. But yes, Mr. Dandridge was scary. Ooh, did he do a, a Fright Night parody of porn? No, that would have been I don't great. Know. He um, should have. I've never seen any of them. Like you haven't seen Derry Boreanis and Little Boreanis. Um, <laughs> um, it saved it. So good I saved it. <laughs> we named it. It was so good we named it. Dorothy from the Golden Girls. Our Golden Girls reference. So we named it. So, but getting back to Mr. Dandridge and Fright Night, it's a great movie. I love this vampire because it's so funny because this is the 80s when they're at the club and he's trying to be all hip. Yeah. The song (laughs) Mystery Man, Mystery Man. And he's dancing with what will be um, Marcy Darcy. Marcy Darcy from Married with Children um, who also happens to look like his long lost love that he lost he is also on my list there's so many I mean we could mention I mean there's countless there's countless and lost I, I boys, definitely the, 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 all this, the, that's true I mean we'll get into this eventually I'm sure we're gonna do the Lost Boys I know we're gonna do some of these especially I really wanna do I really wanna do Blackula I really wanna do Sugar Hill I wanna oh, I, Sugar I, Hill I love guaranteed. I love Sugar Hill I just there's so many one liners in that 
movie for me too, which I love, love, love. Fright Night would be a good movie to do. We could actually do a double feature. Fright Night. I, I mean, I, I'll I'll watch anything with vampires. We could talk about Thirty Days of Night vampires. We could talk about the the vampires from from True Blood. Night. You know, True Blood. We could talk about so many others. So, but those are what came to mind when we when we kind of discussed this whole top ten, like we did the witches. These are ones that notably made a huge impact. I think more so again, Radical Retro Rewind about our childhood. I remember Barnabas. I remember Bram Stoker. I remember Fright Night being scary and scaring me to some degree and knowing that evil was a little gay. (laughs) Bella Lugosi, because our dad loves, uh, you know, all these different like Wolfman and stuff, the original, you know, the creature from the Blue Lagoon and all that kind of stuff. Christopher Lee. These are all ones that we grew up with that we loved, you know, Blackula, Mama Waldi. That's me. Radical one. In this spooky season, we hope we added to your horror ambiance. You could always find David at Universal Appeal, all one word, on YouTube. David has been posting a lot of his favorite things from the past, honestly. If you really want to get to know about David's really, like, his loves, his Instagram now is a time capsule of different shows and properties that he's truly loved and has formed him. And when I get to it, I'm going to take out all of my collectibles and start taking pictures. I think that's kind of good. I think something I really should do. And you can always reach the Radical Retro Rewind podcast, all one word, on Instagram. We are always updating that as well as our YouTube channel. If you find it in your heart to like, comment, and subscribe, or leave a review, that really does help on your favorite podcasting apparatus. A little bit of feedback would be great as far as as you know something you like hell something you didn't like something you didn't um, like yeah we want to improve tell us about we your favorite improve. vampires what what did we miss that really stood out to you as a child that really yeah. oh, scared I you that. Yes. i mean there's so many the movie the monsters with the with the kids monster squad monster squad, monster squad. i mean there's so Wolf many there's so nards. many that we could we could talk about that we haven't yeah but definitely like us if you are listening please like us i mean that's kind of goes hand in hand honestly right if you're going to listen to us give us a thumbs up please. Thank you. And we will be back next week with an all new episode here on the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. Goodbye. And pleasant nightmares. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> Elvira's book. <laughs>